How's your week been, Paul? It has been a week. Uh, my, twi my Twitter got fucking locked down for suspicious activity. So... What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. They didn't tell me exactly what the suspicious activity was, but what it mean for me what it meant for me was having to send an email to support and hoping that they got it and waited around without any contact with them at all for a few days. Did, did they like cite the tweet or or the series of tweets or anything? No, they're just like sorry, you were on you were wrongfully uh targeted by our system or whatever. It's so dumb. I don't understand that's, that's what happened. That's so weird. Yeah. Do you have do you have any idea like did you look back at some of the most recent tweets? Yeah, the most recent tweets were I was um saying that my friend was uh streaming some Magic the Gathering and then the one after that that was the most recent was asking another friend, "Hey, you down for some Project Resistance this weekend for the beta?" <laughs> that's it. That's those Okay. And then there was this weird conspiracy theory that is like maybe you're talking about Project Resistance too much and they think you're like uprising or something. It's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, maybe. That's, yeah, that's, I don't know, man. That's weird. Yeah. So uh, I'm back up now as of like one in the morning or something weird. Um, And yeah, I used an old account to create the hashtag free exposure because obviously the only way to get your voice heard these days is to create a hashtag. And a few people were uh, okay. tweeting Twitter support to free me. Um, yeah, that's been my week. Basically, I've been right jailed on. and then I got out. What about you? Right on. Right on. Um, what have I been up to? Nothing major I can think of. Yeah. Playing some video games Girl. this week? Yeah, playing some video games. We don't have to get to that just yet. Well, yeah, what about movies? TV? I, I didn't go to a movie last week, I don't believe. Uh, this week will be Joker. Joker, yeah. Actually, here's something messed up. Um, all the, like, headlines I'm seeing about, like, theaters arming themselves and, like, boosting <laughs> yeah. security for this weekend. Yeah. I even got, like, a work email saying, like, you know, kind of heads up about this stuff here's some guidelines on how we're gonna like cover breaking news in relation to this kind of stuff yeah and it is it's it is a few things first off it's downright scary it is sure it's fear-mongering for sure well you know i mean just the idea that this could happen is downright scary sure um, i'm glad i'm not i'm glad i'm not going on opening night okay like why, like mm -hmm. at, the, at the point it's like i don't I really don't think something will happen to me, obviously, because I'm going to go see the movie. Yeah. But, like, why even risk it? Sure. Yep. Um, so I'm glad I'm not going opening night. I have plans to see it later in the weekend. And, like, we're, we're specifically planning for, like, a matinee to avoid, yeah. like, when the big crowds would be there. Right. This whole scenario is just gross that I even have to think about this. This is. is a messed up country. Yeah. It's gross. I'll probably see it uh, at some random time where there's not people around either, but that's not because I'm scared. It's because I don't like being around big crowds. All right. Well, I don't like. Yeah, like it's it's weird that I even have to like be like worried about this. It's weird that this is or, a thing or, to think about. Like, yeah, like yeah. That I have to even cons like consider this kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just, it's, man. And then it makes, like... Weird. This is a whole different podcast if we keep talking about this train of thought, so we probably shouldn't. But then it kind of puts in perspective, like, there's people in countries that they have to think that way going to, like, the mall. <laughs> you know? Like, should yeah, that's, I... That's like, true. That sucks. Yeah. No, that's true. Or just anywhere. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that's definitely true. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see that movie this weekend. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I I've been lo- I'm w- cautiously optimistic about it. I'll say I've been like really looking forward to it since it was uh like first unveiled at like the Venice Film Festival or whatever it was, uh-huh. and it was like at a hundred percent, like it was getting crazy good reviews. It's since then dropped to like seventy something. Sure. Um, but I mean that's still a, a really good score. I'm still I'm still excited to see it. Sure. Yeah. Um, it'll also, I'm hoping it just kind of like washes the Jared Leto Joker away. We can stop thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't thought about that guy for a while, but you, now that you're reminding me, yeah, that'd be well, good. It was just the last one, right? Like it was the most recent one. <laughs> I forgot it, it existed, <laughs> but yes, yeah. you're right. It does yeah, exist. So there's, yeah. Um, I'm excited. So here's the follow-up question. How many people do you think dress up as this joker for halloween because of the timing for all of this Pro- probably a lot right yeah probably. I, I like the heat ledger one was like a is like still a go-to one right yeah i think so and for yeah. the for the you know it definitely is like i still see that when i don't i don't know so much about like when i'm when i'm going out but i definitely still see like twitter threads and stuff of like cool costumes like that is still a a thing because it's an easy costume. You just have to have like a disheveled, like white button shirt. Sure. And then like the face map paint, basically. Yeah. Uh, and you just have and you have to be bad at putting on face paint, which everyone is. Yeah. By default. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, uh, I bet that'll be a big one. I'm trying to think. What do you what do you think are like the goats are going to be the go to costumes this year? OK. Harley Quinn and Joker. I think. Yeah. Harley okay. Quinn. Still. I mean, Harley Quinn counts for sure. Like always. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a more topical one. Okay. Topical. How, how about, how about, and I, and I only know this because it's, I've, I've seen it's been popular as a cosplay thing at, at conventions recently. Okay. Um, the sailor outfit from season three of, uh, stranger things. Yep. Stranger things in general, I think we'll get a few for sure, but, uh, you're right. The ice cream, uniform or whatever for sure yeah, the, the chips ahoy thing or whatever it is yep. um we got someone in the chat saying naruto and sasuke because area 51 i don't think so <laughs> i don't think i'll see many personally yeah i mean you'll see some because it's halloween but like yeah not like overblown we're trying to think well, of this the is also, zeitgeist. there's also two different things here because there's one is like what am i going to see like on twitter around you know people kind of my age and then what am I actually going to see out on the street for uh, kids? Those are going to be completely different things. Sure. Um, but like, so like talking about like the people kind of around our age, I'm trying, what do you think are some of like the more female ones? I've been trying to get my girlfriend um, to do because it came out or they came out since like after last Halloween, either spider Gwen from into the spider. Oh, I bet you have been. <laughs> well, also, I just think that costume's awesome. Right? It, it's really, I good. think that, I, I, I think, think that's such a cool. Costume. I think that's the new, I don't think for our age. I think that's the new little girl 
costume for like people for the ones that want to be a superhero because it's so you think like you think i'm gonna like when i go out on like halloween night i'm gonna see kids in that costume i think so i think that one okay. specifically yeah the other one i, I what I, that I was saying i think it would be a good idea is um captain captain marvel this year last year for sure i think actually last year was it was a big one i don't know about this year well, maybe no no it came out this spring yeah but kids dressed up as it last year too I guess the movie wasn't out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You're probably right. It'll probably be some. Like, Avengers characters in general, Spider-Man's going to be a big one for the boys still because he kind of always is a little bit. But do you think it's Do you think it's Miles' Spider-Man, like the black suit? No, I don't. You think it's just, so just default? Okay. Yeah. Um, Batman's always a big one with the... I mean, I dressed up as fucking Batman growing up, like the old 80s Batman. Sure. Batman's just always one for boys. Again, I'm I, I'm trying to think like what are the, like avoiding like the staples because like again I know I'm gonna see some Harley Quinns. Uh, yeah, oh, right, right, right. That's, that's always the case. Which uh, actually that could even be a more topical one because that trailer just came out and the movie's coming out You're, in like February or whatever. I forgot um, that they're like remaking. That. <laughs> um. Well, it, it, yeah, it's supposed to be like a follow up to Suicide Squad. Yeah, which sucks. That movie's so bad. That movie's real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think Stranger Things was a good one. That's a good call. That's just, again, and I can't take credit for that. I've just seen online pe- people saying that there's a lot of that at conventions right now. Sure. Um, and I think that hits, like, the, like, our age group pretty hard. Yeah, it does. Because it's, like, a fun thing to do for a show that's, like, geared kind of, like, for everyone, if not more for yeah. the the older crowd. Yep. I agree yeah. with you. Um guess we'll see yeah i can't really think I'm of curious, anything I'm curious, else like fortnite characters there's no fortnite characters right well i mean there are but like not like a you can't name a fortnite character like there's the uh, fortnite guy. pinata unicorn like the, the uh the llama pinata yeah that's the guy i'll name also john wick is okay. my favorite fortnite character that's true batman's in fortnite like right now is he really <laughs> Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. There's a Batman thing going on. How about how it works? But how about with um all the remakes of like Disney movies? Do you think we're going to get like a new Aladdin and Jasmine this year? I could. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. I mean, I feel like we always were getting some Jasmines. I feel like Disney princesses are just kind yeah, of obvious. You're right. I can't think of a, often uh, Aladdin being one. Um. So, OK. Here's a weird follow-up for you. If we get New Jasmine, New Jasmine is essentially just a, like, female, um, like, Arabic or Indian lady. Is this cultural appropriation if a little girl wants to be the New Jasmine that isn't cartoony? No. Okay. Okay. No, I I think that's, that's, like, trying to find something to get upset about. For this little I mean, kid's costume. People will find that to get upset about, but I'm asking you personally. I don't think it is either, for the record. But yeah. Anyway, John's not here. Um he yeah, he's busy uh looking after his wife. Right. As, as, as you've definitely seen on his Twitter. Right. Uh, so he yeah. wanted he wanted to take time to and not be busy, which I can't blame him. I mean, like, I, d- I didn't see that on his Twitter. 
because you, yeah, yeah, that was on, that was on his Twitter. That was on his Twitter. Locked out. You can't view oh, people's right. profiles even, by the way, if you can't sign in. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do the show. Let's <clears throat> excuse me. Let's talk about some video game stuff. Okay. Um, this is the top down perspective for October third. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Um, and and before we get into what we've been playing, I want to talk about my what I'm go- what's going on with my computer, which you've been helping me out yeah. with a bit. Okay. So you told me to buy this uh, power supply. Yeah. I bought it. Okay. I have it. Okay. I unwrapped it. That thing is never going to fit in my computer case <laughs> yeah this is what i was a little so, bit worried about because that's kind of a standard size too no so this is this is what i've come down there's two scenarios and i'm gonna phone the so last time when i upgraded the um oh yeah get a new case this is the easiest well okay again yeah let, let me do my whole spiel okay. so last time yeah, when i upgraded yeah. the uh graphics card i went to a little like it literally almost kind of seems like a large closet with a door that leads <laughs> to the road um right just a little computer repair shop in town and i just i paid them they installed it they made sure everything worked i was happy with that i'm gonna do the same with this one i'm gonna say okay what's a better scenario here installing this can this power supply even be installed and i'll just have it like either sticking out or (laughs) i'll wire it so it sits on top kind (laughs) of like a external hard drive would sit on top sure yeah is that is that possible so that's solution a or B, can you take what's inside yep. this box yep. and put it into a case that it should be in? Yeah. Or are there because th- I don't. This is not a gaming computer, and what I'm that the long term goal is to turn this computer slowly upgrade it, Frankenstein it over the years yep. until it's a gaming PC. That's PC but it gaming, did not start baby. Out like that, so there are. <laughs> It did not start out like that. So there are there are types of things in here that I understand are not going to fit properly. Okay. Like the old graphics card I have like was it was like a not your typical. It looks completely different and it was like bolted in and stuff. Okay. So I'm wondering if there's other pieces in here where they're like, no, you can't use this type of, you know, whatever in with with gaming or with actual hardware. I don't see like I don't even know the terminology here. Sure. So I'm going to ask this person, like, what's the better solution? And if I can push everything into the new case, I'm going to be like, here's my phone. I have the Amazon app. Which yeah. one should I get? Which one will this stuff fall fit in? Right. Because um, ideally, I would like to just slowly upgrade piece by piece, uh, not all at once. So most people that have gaming PCs did start did this way, right? Like nobody, See, no, but I, I, I feel like most people just bought a gaming PC. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think people have like, I think a lot of times people are like, I'm going to dip my toes in. Oh, it's kind of neat that I can run this. Oh, but if I get a little bit better thing, then I can like run this now. And now I can run this. I think the, you're going about it the way I think a lot of people, including myself, by the way, have gone about this. Okay. Well, if this is the standard way, this way sucks. It absolutely well, you, blows. It's one of these things that you have to kind of be into finding out information about how this stuff works and doing it yourself if you do this way. If you, like for somebody who just likes to buy a console and had just have it work, you definitely should just buy a gaming PC. <laughs> like for yeah, sure. I mean, well, and that's the thing is like I I, sh- I part of me should have just bought a gaming PC, but it's like I have all my settings and everything on here. I don't want to like deal with like trying to 
move everything over. And also, I don't need two towers. I don't have enough space for that. Like, I don't yeah. need it's two computers. Like, I don't need one in, to be in the closet all the time. So, I mean, just for your information, the uh, type of case you're going to want to look up is an ATX case. Just go on Amazon and find, like, one that's cheap. ATX? That look- is that what you yeah. said? Alpha Tango well, and X-Ray. what is that? Why Why do you say that one? That's a standard case that, like, everything basically fits into. Okay. Like, so what if I, like, don't get that? Then what's, what am I going to run into? Uh, you can get different kinds. Just make sure that, um, like, when you... Why would they make other kinds of cases if the standards only fit in this one? Honestly, generally, for... There's uh, ATX, there's Micro, or is it Macro, or Mini... There's a version of ATX that's smaller. There's a version of ATX that's bigger called, like, Extended, I think. So, like, I I go to Amazon. I search PC case. Uh-huh. I do see ATX. ATX then is they're ta- the they, big one. Yeah. Then they say, like, mid-tower. Is that something I need to know about? No. No? Okay. How many, like... How many different neon lights do I need? Because these all have widely different rainbow colors. I have zero. You can get so your computer sucks and it's slow and it's for babies. My computer cannot be seen by the naked eye unless you need to plug something into it. (laughs) So yes. Okay. What what if I want like? If you want something showy, you could do that for sure. I want this thing to like blind you every time I get a headshot. I want it to. You can do that. (laughs) You legitimately can. I want as soon as I get the headshot. I want a fucking alarm bell to go off. You're, I want to wake up the whole neighborhood. You're joking, but there's ways to do that. You can set up the stupid razor, chroma, whatever the hell it's called, to, like, if you something happens in-game, it'll, like, light up your whole fucking room if you want. You can do that. I want, I want sure. this thing to start a fire. I want it... I want it to oh, find okay. the nearest flammable object yeah. and just light it on fire I mean, when I'm on fire in-game. I mean, if, uh... If you just wanted it to light a fire, just keep that power supply you currently have in there for a while. <laughs> You'll be fine. Right, yeah. Ho- hopefully that, that holds out. I guess we'll find out yeah. kind of this weekend what, what I end up going with. Yeah. Um Honestly, ATX. if you can move okay, if you can move that other stuff into just a standard case, I think you'll be fine. Then you can upgrade it. See, to that's already like over above my head. Because all these things are, like, screwed in there and shit. And, like, like the power supply that's currently in there, yeah. it's in, like, a cage. I don't even know what it looks like. Yeah, you can unscrew it. You can unscrew I'd everything to, like, in there. I'd have, to, I'd have to unscrew, like, I'd have to take so much of it apart yeah. just to see it. Yep. You're right. This is, I don't want to do that, man. Oh, that's the funnest part. When you have all the pieces ready to go and you put them all together. No, pl- using it's the funnest part. It's like You're, building a car. This is why you get a console. I should learn how to build cars. Because I think I would sure. like it. Okay. It's just like okay. the more adult version of PC building, honestly. I guess so, yeah. So. That's true. Okay, that's a. I'll, I'll update you on how it went next week. Yeah. Because I'm going to try and do some of that stuff this weekend. I'm excited. Um, but uh, why don't you tell the folks at home what you've been playing? Yeah, I'm done with Mario Kart Tour for the foreseeable future. I did all the races in it, and it's at the point now where to... So you know how you get, you're supposed to get like five stars or whatever per track by accumulating a certain amount of points. Uh, the current tracks that unlocked, I think like you need for one of them 10,500 points to get the five stars. 
And it's like, well, the only way to do that is to get the driver that for this course will be able to get the frenzy. You got to get the frenzy and you got to do a bunch of other shit. So it's become like literally pay to win at this point, which would be fine, but like it's not worth paying for. So <laughs> like I, okay. I guess I'm done now. They put a barrier on me. So there we go. That's over. I played four courses like that first. Yeah. Screen. It, it, and then it's I more of that forever. Yeah. <laughs> and like I saw a sale uh, chart. I forgot what Twitter account it was from. OK. It's extremely like most downloaded Nintendo thing I by like. That. Like it, it was like it was insane. Like the graph was like Mario Kart tour, like all the way at the top and everything else was just like a little nub along the bottom yeah i believe that for sure was, i think it was like they were at like 90 million mm-hmm. i think and the next closest one was at like like under 20 i think it was yeah so yeah that game is really pushing hard for me wanting me to put money in to get the certain drivers i need and i'm not going to so we're done uh, maybe when they update it so that you can play with people, multiplayer and friends and stuff, I might jump in with some friends, but other than that, we're through, I suppose. Uh, I finished off Gears of War 4, that campaign. Okay. So Gears That five, ending, are you like, whoa, holy smokes. That ending was pretty... Honestly, I thought more would happen. I thought more... Okay, whatever. I thought a bunch of the t- the party members would die. And none of them did. So, well, it's the, it, I mean, it's the first one of a trilogy. Yeah. So, probably in five, I'm assuming somebody will, because if we're going to assume the trajectory from Gears 1, 2, and 3, this seems likely, but we'll see. Gears 5 is up next on the docket. So, I'm excited to right go through that. And cool. that being three players is going to be fun to have two friends to play with. So, yeah. Yep uh gears 5 is really buggy i finished it this week (laughs) it's we we were getting the weirdest bugs um and it was mostly my co-op buddy that kept getting them he got stuck in the menus oh he couldn't like un get out of like the pause menu oh i did a whole act without him because i kept hoping as i got to the next checkpoint he would join back it would like it would like pull him no he was in my game Mm mm-hmm and and it does a thing where as you kind of move through the map, yeah. it will like pull the person to you, yeah, because it can't keep it can't separate you too much, and it just wouldn't for like this whole fight. He was just like, he was just sitting there, and I was just like telling him what I was doing. I was just doing this whole fight by myself. Yeah. <laughs> the last chapter, there's like two acts in the last chapter. Mm-hmm. He just didn't get any audio. He got sound effects only. We restarted the checkpoint. Yeah. We. We shut the game off and restarted the game. Mm -hmm. He even restarted his Xbox. Like, he didn't put it in sleep mode. He did a full restart on his Xbox. Mm -hmm. He would load in just sound effects. (laughs) At that point, I don't even know what the issue is. Like, you restarted the Xbox. That's so weird. It's weird. It's It's a very buggy game. That's too bad. We ran into a few bugs in Gears of War 4 as well. Uh it kept shutting off it actually my buddy also had an issue where he was just locked down for some reason and couldn't do anything so weird weird uh i'm looking forward to five 
I can't wait. Yep. That's going to be good. I, I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. It, it's fun. Yeah. I'm guessing it's roughly as long as four. Doesn't really overstay its welcome, but long enough. I don't I don't remember four. We did five in, I want to say. We did four in about 11 hours. More than eight hours. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to and it. We didn't do every single thing. I mean, it is open world, but they don't really fill right. it with much. Okay. Um, you're still kind of just, you know, moving across the ice or the sand mm-hmm. to go to the next place. You're not really like spending much time in the open world. Sure. Uh, Mario Maker 2 got an update, so I've been playing that with friends, and it's oh, great. Right, yeah. Good time. How is the, uh, is it stable online now? Uh, with three people, it was fucking horrendous, but one-on-one with another person, it was totally fine, yeah. Okay. Are there, can you do one-on-one, like, co-op? Yeah, you can do versus and co-op. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's good to see. Yeah. Uh, this is stuff that should have probably been there day one, but at least it's there now. So it's, it's been weird fun. it took this long for them to do an update. Yep. It's also weird that like nothing else kind of came with it. It was just the online. They changed the, the um, way a bunch of items work too. Like, like for, what? So a lot there's a bunch of stuff that don't count as global ground anymore. So things will despawn on them, uh, which breaks. Oh, okay. A lot of like on and off automatic levels. Um, there was a glitch before where if you had a sideways thwomp with an item and a note block, you can make that thwomp like fly forever at an angle. And so they fixed, they patched that out. That was a bug that people found and, but it was funny. Weird. Yeah. So they patched that out. That no longer exists. Um, they made it so that when you go through pipes and doors, you have, uh, like in multiplayer you have what's it called like iframes so you can't just be like murdered by the level whatever if like another player does something and you try to go through the door uh so you can like catch up and whatnot so multiplayer is a little less shitty in that way uh there's a whole document full of like the small stuff like that but it's a whole bunch of small things nothing like major right they also mentioned in the chat the other big one I knew about is that they uh, added the ability to use both buttons and the touchscreen for the course maker. Yeah, and the course maker moving around it is faster, so it doesn't take forever to scroll across the screen when you're trying to find something. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's good. Um, it got me back into Mario Maker, and I'm willing to take fools on. Hit me up, bitches, basically. Um, speaking of hit me up and back into the saddle again, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep came out, so I've been playing that today, actually. Right, I, that's on the backload, yeah. backlog, backlog. Yeah. Um, I want to do it, I just have so much other co-op stuff that I'm trying to get through. Um, but I did load up the Xbox version because New Light is out. Yeah. Um, so there was, it was definitely cool just having my character there. Uh, it was also cool just getting a bunch of retroactive <laughs> achievements. Sure. Um, so how does this work? Cause you were saying that everybody has a 750 level, even people that have never played before. Like, a seven- yeah, that's just like the default now is you start at 750. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to do some, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Nightfalls or whatever. The dungeons essentially the other night. And I was the strikes, the strikes. Yeah. 
I was um because there's there's strikes and then there's the nightfall strike, which is like a hard strike. Yeah, I was doing the nightfall strike specifically, and I kept getting paired up with people that like obviously didn't know what the fuck they were doing, and it was frustrating. I was like, why does everybody forget how to play this? But now it makes sense. So they probably honestly have never played it before. <laughs> they were just that's weird. In. I I uh I loaded it up. I didn't have any missions to do. Although I do hear there. So with the new with the free to play version, new light. There's like a new intro mission you can do to like learn how your uh, character kinda, works or something. Well, just to kind of like give you like a catch up on the lore and stuff like they kind of made it a, oh. a, like an onboarding mission. And apparently as a returning player, you can access it. OK, because um, it is a fun mission. I don't know how to do that. I didn't see it popping up. Oh, um, OK. I'll take a look into it. But uh, what I was trying to say is I ended up just playing a, a, a couple strikes. I had no problems with the people I was joined up with. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that that's a thing. I'm happy to Which, be back. How's into Shadow it. Keep specifically though? Because I haven't played any of that. I've only yet. played the first like, what would you call it? Onboarding mission. I got to basically like the the the, the expansions uh, like sanctuary area where the quest hub. Okay. Uh, I hear the moon is haunted. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's a scary place. I like it. It's real cool. Right on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I want to play it. I like that it's like a, it's like thirty five bucks. Yep. Um. So that's cool. And we can play together now. Yeah, I think we. It's not cross play. No, but, but you I have think it our on characters PC. just exist. Yeah, our characters just exist online. You also have to like enable cross platform. Okay. Which, did Did you do that? I don't know. I all I know is that I did the Battle.net to Steam transfer. And had to click, I authorized this thing like 500 times to get it to. Okay, take. yeah, that's, that's, I think you did do it then, because I had to like go on to Battle.net yeah. and do it for my PlayStation character, and you have to pick what, what's, yeah. which character is going to be the moving one. Right. Um, and it'll tell you like which, uh, you know, which platform do you have the expansions on and stuff. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, Destiny 2 continues to be just a nice, good shooter and yep. that's all i've been playing all right um so like i said i finished uh, gears 5 which means i have started borderlands 3 okay and i am this close to turning the dialogue off yeah god i hate borderlands dialogue <laughs> yeah it's bad mm-hmm. it's really bad so um is this more akin to like borderlands 2 writing or then i could i could not even tell you okay Fair Dude, Borderlands 2 came out like seven years ago. It's true. You didn't play that uh, um, that Siren thing then that came out recently? Oh, I did. Oh, okay. That that also sucked. Yes, yeah. no, that sucked. <laughs> okay. Um, I, the character of Vaughn just sucks. I don't like him. Okay. Uh, he's from Tales of the Borderlands. Tales right. of the Borderlands is good. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Claptrap sucks. Yep. True. Just so many of the characters suck and they just they suck and then they just kind of scream <laughs> at you. Yeah, sounds about they right. Just, they just yell their bad jokes at you. I don't know. Anyway, uh, apart from that, uh, it plays good. It's Borderlands again. It definitely looks nicer. Um, I I enjoy, you know, I'm, I enjoy the grind. I enjoy getting the new weapons getting a seeing what what does this gun do now blah 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 you enjoyed the looting um, shooting 
I do. I like the loot and shooting. However, I will say uh, the loot could be better. Oh, okay. Because it's a lot of like, hey, we just beat a boss. No, I don't want any of these guns. Like, I'm not swapping out my guns as much as I would like. Mm, um, yeah. Like, uh, like the reason the reason this episode we're doing it an hour later is I wanted to get a bit more Borderlands in so I could talk about it more. Oh, okay. I think I traded out my main gun once. I played about an hour. Traded out my main gun once. Mm. And I would understand that to be like if you're near the end of the game. Yep. Yeah, you're not going to get very many new guns. My character's level like 12. I remember not having the same gun maybe ever for like a lot of those games until the end. Yeah, I just I wish. Yeah, I just wish there was more interesting because there's that's the thing. There's a lot of guns. What's the number? A bazillion. I think they said there's a bazillion yeah, guns. Give or take. But most of yeah. them I, do, I don't want. <laughs> like, I don't care about them. Yeah. So it's like, congrats. There's a bunch of guns in here, but like. But who cares? Yeah. The, the number of times that they're worth me swapping out what I'm using is very low. Yeah. Which is just a bit of a bummer, but. Yeah. Whatever, I enjoy the, uh, I, it's just a, it's a great co-op game because we're just chatting, doing our best to ignore whatever's happening in that game. Yep. Um, I'm playing Amara, which is the siren because I like all, I always like playing as the siren. Siren's the only thing worth doing in these games. They're the best. Um, siren, yeah, this one's pretty good. This one has a focus on like melee, kind of like, what's his name from the first game, which I'm not quite Brick? into, but I'm specking is her. Brick, brick yeah because he was into punching because mm-hmm. this girl gets like six arms and stuff mm-hmm. um i have i haven't been doing too much of the specking her towards the melee and the punching um but i just like i i enjoy her i enjoy her character um i got an ability where the closer i am to someone the more damage i do so i'm like all about shotguns right now okay and just rushing up on people so that's pretty fun it has a slide you know, if you're running and you hit the crouch button, you'll slide. Yeah, it's not as good as Apex's slide, but I don't know if there's a game that has a slide as good as Apex. Yeah, I'm calling it now. I'm trying to remember Titanfall, too. I that's I mean that that could be close. I haven't played Titanfall two for a long Me time, neither. so I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm enjoying my time with it, uh, so I'm going to keep going through that. Uh, I'm hoping to get far enough in it that I can we can play through, like, the Halloween event that's coming out at some time this month. Okay. Whatever that would be. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it to be, like, a, you know, kind of a somewhat live game that I go back to and, and play. Sure. I do lo- enjoy the Borderlands games. Uh, the dialogue and comedy is just awful. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Um, I might as well jump into Apex because I just mentioned it. Apex Season 3 yeah. came out on Tuesday. And a new map, right? I believe. Yes, along with it, a new map uh, called World's End that is way different. It's like, it's almost kind of wacky. Like, they're <laughs> definitely kind of going a little bit towards the Fortnite in terms of what they've added because this map has like weird like vegetation and like an entire ice chunk sticking out and like lava areas and stuff like it is just a really weird map compared to the first one because the first one was all pretty thematically similar you're in this like kind of stony canyon area and sometimes you'll get to one a place that has more buildings sometimes you won't this place is is drastically different also there's a train on the map which is cool. The train moves around the map and you can ride the train. You can you can put the brakes on the train and stuff. But that's just a fun little addition they, they put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the new character, Crypto, uh, which is, he's quite different. He's a, he's their second, like, radar character. Bloodhound is the, is the other one. So they've only had two of these types of characters. But his ability is he can send out a drone that you manually fly around to, like, spot other enemies and whatnot. Okay. Um, which is nice because it makes him a bit of a passive character. You kind of have to kind of sit down and scan around the area, which I'm really bad at Apex. I like being the passive character. I like Watson setting up walls and stuff and, and having enemies come to me and usually kill me. But <laughs> right. I'm just not very good at the part where I go to them and kill them. So, <laughs> okay, fair enough. <clears throat> so I like crypto. Um, that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, season three started. Luckily, I had played enough of season two that every, I got. I was able to unlock the new character and the battle pass for free with in-game currency. So that was nice. Nice, very good. But uh, I would say this is a pretty good season to like jump back in because you can't even play the first map. You can only play the new one. So everyone's kind of learning the ropes right now. So it might be a, a a good jumping back in point if you were if you were looking on seeing what's up with Apex. Cool. I think I might actually do that. You sold me a little bit. And it's free. Nice. If I had to pay for it, it then. <laughs> I no, wouldn't. yeah. It's a, it is a free-to-play game. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about some mobile games because I don't know if you've heard, but Apple Arcade has a lot of really good games in it. I haven't heard. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about two of them. Okay. First off is Assemble with Care. This is from Us Two Games. Okay. Who made the Monument Valley games. Oh, okay. This is way different. This is completely different. Okay. <laughs> um, this is, I, I was trying to even think about how to describe it. The closest I could get to is like the room series of games. Oh, mainly the part <laughs> where you're interacting with like a puzzle box kind of. Oh, okay. Assemble with care is there's a, there's a visual novel element to it. Uh, I will say first off, the uh, voice acting is great. I, especially the main character. I really enjoy it. Um, so you're kind of following this one character as, as she travels to this town. She is a, oh, what's her profession? She, she like, she's a fixer. She just like f- she does odd jobs. She's like, Hey, I'll fix whatever you guys have. that's broken. Um, uh, specifically like machinery things. So someone will be like, Hey, my, uh, uh, my music box is broken. Can you make it fix? Or can you fix it? Can you make it fix? Um, <laughs> So then you'll just get all the pieces or a bunch of the pieces that you need at a time. And you just have to kind of put them together almost like a puzzle. Um, I wouldn't really call it a puzzle game because it's it's not hard. You, like you pick up one piece and if it can go there, it'll highlight and tell you where to put it. Really, you just kind of assemble the thing together. So I link it kind of to the room because that has a lot of like they're going to put some kind of like geometric box on your screen and you're going to rotate it around and tap on things and take things apart. That's basically what you're doing in this. Mm-hmm. It, it is not a difficult game. It is not trying to be difficult. They are just telling like this story with this mild level of gameplay along with it. So it is, is a pretty small thing. Okay. Then again, so is monument Valley. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I technically monument Valley is, is a puzzle game. But like the puzzles are mostly like make sure you hit this, then that one, because you won't be able to proceed if you do it the other way around. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there there is no real challenge to Monument Valley. So it's like that again. Um, and, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It's, it's definitely uh, I think it's a cool thing to go through. It's like less than two hours. It's like an hour or two. Cool. Um, and again, yeah, if you have Apple Arcade, 
I think it's worth checking out. I like that developer. Although I think some news recently came out that they're like extremely anti-union. So maybe I don't like that developer anymore. I don't know. I have, I have to do some more reading on that. But hmm. as, that's always a bummer when when something you like ends up being shitty. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's 2019. So that's that's like every week, right? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, and then the other game I've been putting quite a bit of time into is Grindstone. Okay. I don't know what this uh, is. At this. All. This is a this is a pretty cool puzzle game. It's it's a match match three match as much as you can puzzle game. I think I'm trying to remember who made it because I think it might be the Adventure Time artist. Okay. Um, and when I search up Grindstone, I get a bunch of Minecraft yep. stuff. I just did the exact same thing. So let me look up specifically who's behind. Oh, it's by Cappy, by the way. So that oh. should already kind of okay. meant say something to you. Yeah. Let me see if this article does mention the artist, though. No, it doesn't. Anyway, um, you play a guy named George, spelt J-O-R-J. Okay. Who he I think he's tired of living in the cold mountains. He wants to take his family to like the beach. Dude, same. You're also like just like a huge Viking looking dude. You're ripped and everything. Um, again, everything looks like Adventure Time. Um, and you go into these challenge rooms. It's not a, a roguelike. There are specific levels where you need to match as many of the same creatures as you can. And then Jorg really bloodily will slice through all of them. There's like a weird level of like gore in it, but it's like extremely cartoony gore. Huh. Okay. Um, and so so what you're doing is you're you have your goal is to you have to kill a certain number of creatures, which will open the door. Then you can escape. But there's always like a second or third objective. Like usually once you open the door, a chest will come down and a key will come down. So you have to kill a specific enemy to get the key. Then you'll have to go over to the chest and, you know, smash the chest to get whatever's in there. Uh, You're collecting stones or collecting resources that you can use to heal yourself or get different equipment Um, there. Because it's not a roguelike um, when you you get an item, you get to keep it. Uh, You get special abilities, which is cool. So I have like an ability that. What will happen is the enemy, some specific enemies will start like moving like they'll get fired up mm-hmm. and if you end your movement adjacent to one of those they'll attack you and you can only get hit three times okay uh so you have to kind of really plan out where you're gonna l- have george land and it's the movement is as long as there's an a, a same type of creature that you're currently attacking um not just adjacent but even diagonally you can keep moving so you can chain up to like you know, like 20 of them if they're if they're connected by one space away. Uh, you will also, anytime you get a 10 combo, it'll put down, I think, I think the grindstone or a grindstone on the map. And if you collect a grindstone during your combo, you can then change color to go to a different type of enemy. And there's usually three or four t- colors in on the <laughs> map. So that's how you can get some really big combos is if you keep collecting the grindstones from previous combos. Mm-hmm. But then you'll get some characters that's like, hey, and the chest as well. You can only like 
move on to that if you already have a combo going. Like chests you can't interact with unless you've already hit five enemies in this combo. Chests are five. Some enemies will be a ten. So you have to have a a line of ten creatures you're about to kill, and then they're the eleventh. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to damage them. Interesting. That's how you you kind of plan out your moves. So some of the items you get... Uh, I have an arrow right now that'll let me just do one damage to anything on the board. So if I want to specifically take out something near where, like, I know the end of my run is going to be and I don't want to take damage, I can do that. I can get a shield where wherever I sit at the end of my turn and they're going to start attacking, I won't take any damage for that one turn. So that can be nice if it's like, man, this combo is really good, but it's going to put me <laughs> right beside something that's going to hit me. Yeah. Well, I'll put up my shield and I'll use my one-time use shield. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so there's stuff like that. There's boss characters. Um... It's really cool. I'm in the second world. Each world seems to have about 15 stages. Um, and I, it just looks absolutely gorgeous. I love the art style. Every You know, you can go back to the inn and open up blueprints and you, you, you like drink recovery beer to like level, uh, get your health back. Uh, it's a pretty good one. I would, I would definitely, again, another Apple Arcade game I would definitely recommend for sure. That's Grindstone. Cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. <laughs> um... And then the last game I've been playing this week is Bad North. Yeah. Okay. Which is, uh, I, I got this through Game Pass. It's, uh-huh. it's Game Pass at the moment. Bad North is described as a minimalist RTS, um, which is actually called a tower defense game. <laughs> I don't know why they won't use the phrase tower defense, but it's, it's a tower defense game. Does it sound maybe um, too This like game is, ex- is extremely my ship. Yeah, okay. Um, first <coughs> off, the way you move to each stage looks like FTL. Okay. So you're picking specific nodes uh, to move to, and following behind you is some kind of like deadly line that moves forward each turn. Okay. So you have to make sure you're moving forward, and you need to decide how slow am I going to go through these islands, like literally islands, because this is a uh, Viking game. Right. Um, so that I stay away from that line as I'm, I'm moving forward. The way it works, though, is you get generals, and each general is a representation of nine units. Okay. And you can you can kind of, uh, as you collect enough... Uh, so, so what your goal is, is you will have an island to protect, and surrounding the island will be, will be mist. And each wave will be some kind of Viking boat will come in with enemies, and then they'll try to be attacking the buildings and the houses on the island... You have to obviously stop that. So you need to your each island is on a grid. You need to line up your characters <clears throat> uh, so that they'll intercept that uh, each each coming wave and take them out. And then for however many buildings you've managed to uh, save, you'll get a certain amount of coins. You can use those coins to purchase skills and upgrade your your generals, which again will upgrade your like nine units. So like for example, you can turn one general and his units all into archers which are super useful because that means you can start shooting arrows at the boats as they're coming towards you. Um, another one you can get are like pikemen who are really strong defense, but they, they're they really bad on the move. So if the enemies kind of run past them, they're not going to be very good at like running past, like keeping up with them and doing damage. They're more of just, we are going to sit here and attack. Uh, and then you, there's also like a, like a kind of in the middle, just general all around good fighter with a shield and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you can pick out so you, you'll start collecting more generals as you go to specific islands um 
and then you want to kind of min max who you're going to upgrade. Do you want to upgrade one and make them really strong or do you want to kind of spread the wealth? Um, a good reason to spread the wealth is you can send only a certain number of your generals to different islands. So you can actually take on several different islands in one turn, which is nice. Um, that'll get you kind of just more money going faster as that the line approaches. Um, but you got to make sure you're strong enough because as you go further to the right, obviously the enemies get stronger. They're, some of the enemies are like crazy strong, so you have to like really be ready. Um, and then you got to decide like which islands you want to go to. Some will give you more generals. Some will give you special items you can use. You got to pick, do I want to go for the big uh, island that has a ton of houses, which means I'll get a bunch of money if I protect it. But it also means there's going to be a lot of enemies coming at you. Sure. Um, yeah. So that's kind of nice too. The The way the islands are set up are also are also key because let's say one whole island is just a cliff side and there's no beach. You don't even have to worry about that side because you're it's only going to get attacked on the beach side. Um. So it's it's really my jam. I really like just being able to like see who's coming. Okay, I'm going to set up my units in this exact position. I'm going to have the archers out there and then when they get too close, I'm going to pull the archers back and I'm going to put my pikemen right away. Uh, the one thing I wish it was a little better at telling you is kind of how many units you had left in that set of nine. Mm. You can see it visually, and that's what you have to kind of do. Is you have to kind of zoom in and count. But I wish there was just an easy way as I'm like scrolling through with the right bumper to select my units to know, oh, these guys mm-hmm. are pretty weak. I should send them back to restore their health. Like a health bar yeah, or something to show how. Yeah, just something like that because it, it can be hard to tell, especially during a fight. Yeah how many of those guys are my guys? Um, because if you lose all nine of them, that guy's just gone for the rest of the game. Sure. Yeah. Which can really suck if, if you put a lot of money into that. So I actually, on my first run, I was going through and I lost one of my main guys and it was just like, it was devastating. And I was like, I I need to start this run over. I've learned a whole bunch more about this game. I know how to min max a lot better. Yeah. Uh, But the game's also super nice. It has tons of difficulty options. You can even put on a mode to just restart a map if you want. So at the end of something, it'll be like, hey, do you want to just replay that one instead? Which is nice because it's like, man, I just did not. I think I can do it better. I can can do this this level better. Um, So I I chose to have that as an option if I wanted it. I haven't had to use it yet. Um, But Bad North is really cool. I'm I'm really digging it. I think if you're an FTL fan, uh, this will kind of... uh, It'll it'll do something for you. You you should look into Bad North. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's on Game Pass. It's also it was just announced. I think today, today. it was today yesterday. It is coming to mobile yep. on the twelfth. Yep. I think it's going to be five bucks on at, at least iOS. And you can uh, pre-register uh, that, on Android, which I did as you were talking. That's why I was looking at my second screen a bunch. Right. I think it'll be a really good mobile game. It looks super nice. Yeah. Um. So I think that's yeah. Check out Bad North if you're an FTL fan or if you're you know turn uh, sorry uh, tower defense fan. I think that'll that'll be right up your alley. Cool. So let's do some news. Okay. I don't think I know any uh, of these first news one is, stories. So this first one is super interesting. Okay. Um, there was a release, an update patch for CS:GO in France. That lets you scan the loot boxes with an X-ray scanner, right? Because you're, they're not allowed to have gambling mechanics, right? I'm guessing. Right. So the way this works, because there's like it's like a double-edged sword. You get an you get one X-ray scanner, and you can only use it if you purchase what the X-ray scanner scans. 
which <laughs> seems convoluted. So what that means yeah. is you get a, you get a loop you get a loot box, yeah. you scan it. Yeah. Let's say there's best gun in there. All right. You see best gun, but you don't want best gun. So you're like, nah, that's cool. You get a second loot box. <clears throat> you cannot scan that second loot box until you redeem that first loot box. I see. So it's not a a thing to see like, do I actually want to open this one? Like what's in there? It's like a one-time use. Here's what's in there. Now you have to take it or you're not going to be able to look into the other ones. This is just, this isn't even a band-aid on the problem. It's kind of just rerouting. It's, it's weird because it like doesn't solve anything. It doesn't solve like, at anything at all. How does it- the only advantage it gives you is this is the one is the one time you use it because then you can decide yes or no do, is it worth using my money on a different loot box but once you choose to do it on a different loot box you don't have the scanner anymore all right how weird is this i i hate this this is not okay but i'm assuming i'm gonna just quit i'm just gonna quickly read the two sentences or the few sentences they have on their patch notes okay just so just so you can hear their terminology. Yeah. In France, every container must first be placed into the x-ray scanner to reveal the item inside before purchasing a key. Excuse me. The x-ray scanner will consume the container and reveal the item inside. To use the x-ray scanner again, the revealed item must be claimed. It is not possible to scan another container without claiming the revealed item. So interesting. It's, it's weird. What a weird thing, right? And, okay. I see. So in France, containers can no longer be purchased, but can be sold. Can you sell the container that you've x-rayed then if you don't like it? And then when somebody buys it in the community marketplace, then you could use it again. I no. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I maybe I wish they had described that. These patch notes suck. This is pissing me off. Fuck them, dude. Holy shit, that's annoying. It's oh it is God. definitely like, it got like weird. my blood pressure up. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> what it's what it seems like because it's so convoluted is it's like yeah. How do we still keep making all of this kind of shitty, dirty money? Yeah. But like, make it seem like we're doing something, but like we're not really totally. Doing something. Like that's exactly what, what this what, is. How can we just like dance around this in the weirdest way that people just get confused and like. So that all all the podcasters out there who talk about this will just move on to the next story. Yep. No, you're right. That's exactly what it is. How do we confuse the consumer and maybe the government officials to make it look like we did something, but we didn't do anything? Oh, my God. I'm so angry. Yeah, that's literally. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, speaking of which, moving on. PlayStation Now, the. I guess it's like Game Pass now. Didn't I? I don't know who pays attention to PlayStation now. Um, um, PlayStation now could be good if they allow downloading, but they don't. So it's garbage. I think, I think they do. I think that's the thing is I think they change one, it. I think it was streaming and I think a while back they changed it to downloading. Oh, so okay. it is just basically game pass. You know what? That's but fine like, then now. So the one thing though is like who ta- who's even talking about this because they are in no way getting out there and being as aggressive with the games right. as Game Pass is. Um, but you know, so like, you, there's two. You know why it's fine is because you can actually download the PlayStation app now app on PC 
and play those games on your PC. And that's sure. I mean, you can. Oh, the the, the console ones. Yeah. Like I had Bloodborne on my PC for a while through PlayStation Now. Is like, are you how does that work? It's are like you a, like streaming. It's yeah, it was streaming it through. But that was OK. Before. So you still need to have some kind of good Internet connection, right? Yeah. But like it's basically the Steam link. If this is download now, I bet they took that feature out. I haven't had the PlayStation it's, Now app for a long time. <laughs> OK. Yeah, it's anyway, there's kind of two stories here. First one is they basically cut the price in half instead of $20 a month. Also, it was $20 a month. It was $20 Holy a month. Smokes. Yeah, it's now $10 a month, which makes it the same price as Game Pass. If for some reason you're buying the $10 a month thing and not they're like, here's six months for a dollar. Also, I think Game Pass just announced you get Spotify premium for six <laughs> months if you sign up. Oh, that's so funny. God, that's I funny. feel like I feel like what happens is like PlayStation's like, OK, we'll cut the price in half. And Xbox is like, hold my drink. Here we go. Here's another thing and another thing. And Game Pass is just running circles around this. Uh, the second part is they added some new titles in case you were keen, curious what gets added to game uh, to PlayStation now. OK, God of War. Yeah, great. OK, kind of old, but last year. Great game, though. Yep. Uncharted 4, even older game. Yep. Grand Theft Auto 5. Very old game, but I understand it is like the most popular game. The most popular and media. Infamous Second Son? How is Infamous Second Son not already on How this? is this? Yeah, that doesn't hang with these other three. <laughs> Infamous, hey, Infamous Second Son is a good game. But the fact that it's like. How is that not? How did this thing not launch with that? <laughs> that was almost a launch title. Yeah, no, that's fucking crazy. That's so funny. <laughs> um, That's why I'm like. Who t- who even talks about PlayStation now? Because like they're putting their big news is here's these four games. Game Pass is like, yo, here's four awesome games every week, basically. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to play Gears of War five? Well, here's the Ultimate Edition. Like, okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> sure, I'll take Th- that. Th- thank you. Yeah. Here's your one dollar for the month, <laughs> Xbox. Yeah. Um, um, this is good steps for PlayStation though. Uh, they. This should have been a while ago that they cut the price down and like tried to push it. But I guess better late than never. We have someone in the chat saying PS now only forces streaming on PS3 games, which I have to assume is like an infrastructure. It thing, must be that's weird. Yeah, it must be. How odd, huh? OK, cool. Uh, this next story is a pretty short one. Bungie basically came out and said uh, that they plan to have a non-Destiny IP by 2025. Okay. No news on what that is or anything really. That's exciting. Um, but that's that is interesting to to see that they are planet they're doing stuff outside of Destiny. I like Destiny a lot. Um, they seem to have a lot of plans for Destiny, especially that they're independent. But yeah. I guess they they will have another IP going. In the next few years. Good for them. Good. Uh, Minecraft Earth uh, launches in early access in October. Okay. In case anyone was excited about this game. I will try this for a day at least and then see where it goes. That's about the thing is, yeah, I'll play this for like like maybe three days. Like a weekend and we'll or s- something. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll see... I don't know. At this point, it has to do something different than all the Niantic games, because yep. like 
it was the, if they're too similar, I don't play them. Like I didn't play that Harry Potter game for very long because I already played a whole bunch of Pokemon Go. Sure. And I stopped playing that for a reason. Yep. You know what? You know what really put the nail in the coffin for me with Pokemon Go that when I knew I was done. What? It's when I was in Europe and I didn't open and I and I thought to myself, I should open the app and get like a region exclusive. Yep. And I opened the app and it said, oh, your account's signed out. You need to sign in, which makes sense. I haven't opened the app in probably a year. Okay. Uh And I didn't care enough to look up my login details. Yeah, it's dead. Yep. At that point, I was like, in fact, is it on my phone? Because if it is, I'm going to take it off my phone right now. Wow. Here we go. Top down exclusive. Exclusive. You don't get this on the other podcast. No, you don't. Delete Pokemon Go gone damn can't believe it the fucking madman he did it yep uh only some countries will initially have access to the game in october but by the end of the year mojang plans to make minecraft earth available globally on ios and android yep we'll see how that goes yep i'll like yeah i'll play it for for sure i hope it does something new that'd be cool yep i agreed uh, and ending on a downer note, Alpha Dream, the developers behind the Mario and Luigi RPG series, has filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, which is definitely a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised to hear that. I feel like I don't really hear a lot of, like, Nintendo-backed companies filing for bankruptcy or disappearing. Like, they're usually, like, guaranteed to make sales. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think what I heard was... Let's see if this article specifically says it. They were just yeah, significantly in debt. I think they were had invested in some kind, in whatever their next game was, so people were assuming they were working on something on the Switch if it was causing um, such a... like so much debt and, and yeah. uh, high uh, development cost. But as of March 2018, the company was facing nearly 4.3 million in debt, which Ooh. contributed to the bankruptcy filings. Yeah. So it's been a while going. Yeah. That's a bummer. I would have probably like I would have been ready for a new one on the Switch. Whatever they were coming out with, I probably would have played. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I didn't play the Didn't they what was in the most recent one? Like our 3DS remake of Was it the first one or Bowser's Inside Story? I think it was Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, I'm just looking it up. Yes, it was it Bowser's was. Inside Story plus Bowser Jr.'s, Jr.'s Journey. Journey. Yep. That's what that was the the additional stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway, pour one out for Alpha Dream. Yeah, it's too bad. Just couldn't make the jump, I guess, into Switch. I think if they were able to get something out, it would have sold enough to maybe help. But I agree. I'm surprised they didn't just like do a remastered thing on the Switch. I'm kind of surprised too. Yeah. But maybe maybe those games are harder to do because they weren't like a Wii U game, um, so that because they they had to deal with all the two screens and the touch screen stuff. Sure, I don't know. Yeah, let's do some questions. Okay, if you want to send. Oh, actually, sorry, you have some free games to talk about. Yeah, City Skylines and Dishonored Two added to Xbox Game Pass for PC, uh, both of which are thumbs up for me. So check those out. Uh, I mean, we talked about it before Destiny. Go ahead and download that shit. Get into it. 
it's good. The the new light version is the free to play version. Free yep. to play, yep. And then if you like it, you can go ahead and get that expansion for thirty five bucks uh, U.S., forty Canadian. And uh, Epic has Minute on there. So if you are a Patreon backer and we're thinking, oh, I haven't listened to their episode on Minute because I wanted to play that, but I haven't had the ability to. Well, now you do. Go ahead and download that shit and. Make sure you sign up for our Patreon, listen to us talk about it after you're done, and see if you agree and whatnot. Twitch announced their next lines of games. Do you want me to go through those? I have them up. Oh, sure. I don't actually know what they are. Adam Wolf. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, Walking Dead Michonne. Okay. Stranger Things 3, the game, which actually just came out a couple months ago, so that's pretty new. Yeah, that's not too bad. Deadlight Director's Cut. Okay. And Serial Killer. Sorry, Serial Cleaner. I don't know. Okay. So again, Another City Skylines and Dishonored 2 are pretty good, and so is Minute. <laughs> Walking Dead Michonne's not bad. I haven't uh, played that one. Out of those, I think that's the one I would probably be the most excited for. All right, now let's do some questions. If you want to send in a question, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Uh, this first one comes from Kevin, and he wants to know, what's the best Castlevania game, including Bloodstained? I mean, when you say best Castlevania, I automatically go to Castlevania 3. Because of the rest that he's probably talking about, if he says including Bloodstained, are more the Metroidvania style. And I don't think those are the best Castlevania style, but that's a personal thing. Uh, Bloodstained's okay. I don't... The best, like, Metroidvania Castlevania? Probably, like, Ari of Sorrow. I like that one. I haven't played the DS ones, which I know people are way into. At this point, I'd probably just do Bloodstained... Just because of how like updated okay. it is, sure. Um, I mean, Symphony of the Night's an easy one, but at this sure. point, I'd rather play like a more current game than a PS One game. Sure. Yep. Second question from Kevin: What are some good side-scrolling RPGs? Uh, what is a side-scrolling RPG? Does he mean like Dust and Elysian Tale? See, that's a Metroidvania to me that has RPG elements. Like, why yeah. don't, what is a side-scrolling RPG? Yeah. Does he mean, like, Darkest Dungeon? I, I don't know what he means. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to even look up what this what this genre is. All right, so... There's a question on Reddit. Okay. This was in our gaming suggestions. Is there a good 2D side-scrolling... Side-scroller RPG? Okay. Um... The first answer is Dust and Elysian Tale. So I guess that's the best one. <laughs> okay. Um, Odin Sphere is fucking great. And I think they released a remake of that for the new generation. So, Like, are we just saying it has to have a side-scrolling camera? Yeah. And, there's ar- and, like, your character levels up? I think so. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game, if you can get your hands on it, is <laughs> really good. I mean, yeah, like this is this could be like anything, right? Yeah, this is like every every game has RPG mechanics in it yep. now. 
and and next year every game will have loot in it we're almost there 90 percent of the games have loot in them yeah next year it'll be 100 we're getting to the point of the singularity where every game is the same exact thing with different stories yeah. <laughs> yep i mean it, it eventually like assassin's creed will have every game inside of it right it almost some does point you'll get to, honestly <laughs> yeah ex- right like th- those things are getting so expansive for sure yeah uh so do you have any more to add i think those are some good suggestions if i do say so myself yeah dust is good i like uh shadow complex yeah that's a a good one yep sure there's something cool green fantastic says what's your favorite celebrity cameo in a game okay we need to distinguish something first is this celebrity voiced but they're still a character or the celebrity is themselves in the game in the world. Is it, w- would you consider the voice a cameo? Well, here's the thing. Mark Hamill as the Joker is the best Joker. So that the specifically that the Arkham games have his Joker is kind of like a weird cameo for that Joker and Mark Hamill. Does okay. Well, I, now I'm curious. Does the definition of cameo does it have to be a short thing? Probably because if like because yeah. like I would say the Joker is like a main character in for the sure. Games. He's yep. there like the whole time. Yep. And then at that point, I wouldn't say that's like a cameo. If it's okay. I would just say yep. this celebrity voiced this character. Sure. Okay. Uh, so small bit parts. Um. So I'll give you the one that pops into my head that I really like. Yeah. Saints Row the Third, Burt Reynolds is in there yeah. as Burt Reynolds. And not only is that was that surprising, but your main character is is also extremely surprised and way into that. Mm-hmm. And that was just a great moment. You're right. That is a good one. Damn. I still remember a character going, It's Burt fucking Reynolds. I don't know if I have a good answer for this. I'm trying to think of some other cameos, even just in general. Let's see. Uh, video game celebrity cameo. Yeah, none, no, not a lot of other ones pop up. Yeah, see, these examples are not great. They have like Kevin Spacey in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Again, I I think there's just a character. He is a character, and that's not like a great cameo either, frankly. Uh Martin Sheen in Mass Effect. Oh, as I actually do kind of like the that elusive one. Man. As the elusive man. That's, that's, that's a good one. Fun. Yeah, that's a good one. They also on this list have 50 Cent as 50 Cent. <laughs> that doesn't count. Fuck that. That can't count. Actually, okay, those are just celebrities uh, who have appeared in video games. I'm going to look up this article of 18 lesser-known celebrity cameos. Okay. What do we got? We got, okay. I guess, Chloe Grace, Grace Moretz is in Dishonored. I had no idea. Okay. Um, what did, who did she? she uh, she's, she's Emily Caldwin. She's the main character. Really? Wow. In Of, of Dishonored 2, right? That's yeah. it. Isn't it Emily Caldwin? The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Fassbender's in Fable 3. See, that sounds like a cameo to me. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know about there's that. There's no way that's a big part. Didn't know about that one at all. Uh, Fassbender is hard to spot as the game's villain. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. I feel like that's more just who even remembers Fable 3 that much. Yeah. Um, 
Steve Carell is in Outlaw Golf. I don't I don't even know what Outlaw Golf is. So, okay. Outlaw Golf uh, injected all sorts of crass humor into the gentleman's game when it released in 2002. Okay. What else is on there? Ariana Grande is in Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. I think I knew that. Okay. They have Keith David and Rod- Roddy Piper from the Saints Row games. That's that's obvious. And Keith David also from Mass Effect. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I'm not 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 a lot of these are great. There's not a whole lot of great ones, honestly. I think no. the one you uh, I, I, pointed out is. I was going to say, I personally think that Burt Reynolds one is is the top one, mainly because like it matches perfectly that he's playing himself, so it's a perfect cameo, and that the game references it, like. Yeah, and they they like know it's ridiculous that he's there. Yeah. VGC Kenny writes, "What do you think is better?" A game where half of the game is the best game ever, but the other half is the worst game ever. Or a game that is solid all around, having no peaks, but no valleys either. Best game ever and worst game. Polarizing opposites. I think I think I would agree. And I think we kind of like talked about this a little, or I mentioned this last week in terms of like the the games that are just kind of in the middle there, are like the hardest ones to review. <laughs> Because there's just nothing. Yeah, like you and I come from a weird niche when we talk about this stuff. Because we have to talk about them. It's easy to talk about things we hate and love, and it's hard to talk about things that we were just okay with the whole time. Whereas the consumer, maybe you just want like a fun all around thing that was never great or terrible. It was just enjoyable. Like so, true. I could see both sides to this, but for me. I definitely want those highs, and if that comes at the expense of low lows, I'm okay with it, usually. Sure, right, right. This also brings up the question of, like, and I, and I always remember this one. Um, I remember Will Smith, who, who used to work at, at Tested, that Will Smith, mm. talking about how when he was reviewing the Orange Box, oh, when that came out, yeah. um, and he would say, Portal by itself is a 10 out of 10 game. Yeah. But they gave that game and they gave the orange box a 9 out of 10 because Half-Life Episode 2 isn't great. Mm-hmm. And it, and what and like, what do you what do you do in that scenario? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. If a piece of it is worthy of like a 10 out of 10, but something else in there is not great. Is it still like you? There's a ten out of ten experience in here, or does that bring the product down in some way? Like that one's actually. This is such a weird. This is a weird, like fundamental. Like it's it's obviously a person by person. What do you think? I don't know. This is I've never actually considered this. This is almost like a gaming philosophy question. It, It is definitely like a philosophy question for sure. Like. I mean, you could even just like break it down to like if, like a single game. Yeah. What if you loved ninety percent of that game and the ending wasn't great? There's a lot of those. But you I think have. like up to that ending, you were like, "This is a this is ten out of ten. This is so good. I'm having every like it is firing on all cylinders. This is so good." I think that case is easier to rate a nine out of ten and just say it just like failed. The it, it's those collection ones, like you were saying with the orange box specifically. That's a little weirder. But so in that case, the orange box. 
I think you do just give it the 10 out of 10 because there's a 10 out of 10 experience in there. And then the other stuff you can ignore if you want to. Whereas when it's one single game that has a bad ending, it's part of that whole experience, right? Well, what if it's like just the mode? What if let's say Doom 2016 came out and the multiplayer was just not good, but the single player was a 10 is 10 out of 10. What is what is Doom 2016? get? 10 out of 10. But but if this but you would say that does not get the 10 out of 10 if like the story's ending is bad. Yeah, yeah I think it also it's weird because when you get into those things, too, I think you have to take into account what it's obvious that they put the most time into when they should like ship out. Uh, you guys can work on the multiplayer. We're going to do the single player thing because we care about that. I think that's a single player game with multiplayer, whereas like. Maybe arguably some of the Call of Duties are multiplayer games with the single player tacked on, you know? So, sure. Yeah, I, it's a weird case by case in those, I think. It is weird. It is, it's a, it's an interesting kind of thought experiment. It is, yeah. Of, of, of how, how you'd go down with it. In the chat, someone's saying your ups can drown the downs. I would argue some of the drowns, or some of the drowns, some of the downs can drag down some of the ups. Like, I think that goes both ways. Maybe I'm just a pessimist. I just realized the chat for me hasn't loaded for about half an hour. <laughs> I okay. haven't seen anything. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't agree. I uh, I think the ups, if, if we were to gauge it by numbers, every up I think is a plus two and every down is a minus one. I think the ups will always be better than the downs. I don't I don't think you can just generally say that because each each up and down is going to be different. No, every up and down is the exact same. There's going to be significant ups and significant downs. No, they're all the exact same. Every one. OK, all right. Well, you do you, man. I'm not I'm not your parents. You sure? Yep. OK. Oh, uh, where the hell are we? Hebrew Lantern says Happy New Year. What are some of your favorite holidays and holiday traditions? It's the Jewish New Year tonight. And that's when... Happy Jewish New Year. Yeah, that's whenever he posted that. I think that was like a few days ago. Uh, favorite holidays and holiday traditions. Uh, eating at Thanksgiving. It's the best. Just a nice, good dinner. I, I've never been a big Thanksgiving person. It wasn't a big thing in my family. Mm. Um, Thanksgiving down here is better than up there, though. It's it's obviously bigger. Mm-hmm. And we get like two days off. Yeah, I don't think we uh, got we got one day, I think, up here. You usually get. Yeah, I think you guys usually one get day. one day yeah. off. Um, and because because down here, it's always on a Thursday. So we get the Friday off as well. So it just means a four day weekend for me. Yeah. And then Black Friday's around that. So it means probably a week or two before Thanksgiving. I was getting a whole bunch of games on sale. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's not a holiday, but I like Halloween. I like the dressing up and the, like, everybody kind of into horror thing and the spooks and I like all that sort of thing, even though it's not a holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, I'm just, you know, easy one. I like Christmas a lot. It means I'm going to go home and see my family. Uh, I'm going to get to chill out for like at least a week. Sure. Cause you know, everywhere I've worked, they've taken that week off. I've been, I've been lucky that I worked I've worked in places where they take, the Christmas to New Year's break off. Yeah. Um, so it means I get to just chill out. I get to play all the games that I picked up at Black Friday that I'm never going to get through as I stress and rush to get to game of the year. 
Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Uh yeah, I I think Christmas I hated growing up, but it's changed for me as well as I've gotten older. It's been a nice like time to get together with family and stuff like that. I think it just values change a little bit. I I've, I've always been to Christmas. I was one of those kids that could barely sleep. Oh, really? Waiting for Christmas day to the point where it got to it got to the point of like we would wake up at 5 a.m. and be like, is, is it late enough? We can actually go down now. We can oh, go to yeah. the tree and do stuff <laughs> to the point where my dad now has turned that on us. Now that we me and my sister sleep more, my dad will now wake up early because he's a very morning person. He's like, yo, it's time to wake up, kids. Yeah. Revenge time. We're doing Christmas. And it's like, OK, you um, know, it's bad if your dad is waking you up. He must be a morning person. Jesus Christ. My dad's my dad is a super morning person for <laughs> sure. Um, uh, what else am I going to say? Also, and this is this is just kind of around the holiday times, and this has been such a thing. So, obviously, I'm a big Giant Bomb fan. I really like their Game of the Year podcast that they put out between Christmas and New Year's. And because they are so consistent with that, it has just been ingrained in during my holiday break, I'm going to have a whole bunch of like Game of the Year podcasts to listen to, mm. and I really appreciate that. Oh, okay. Dead in Sky. Have you ever had a very trivial reason for waiting on or refusing to play a game? For example, I'm semi-legitimately holding out on Untitled Goose Game until either a Canadian Goose mod gets released or the skin comes as DLC so I can have a more immersive asshole goose experience. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I do. That is that is ridiculous. Yeah, um, that, that That's weird. It depends what you mean by trivial, but no. Usually if I have the money and I want to buy something... I buy it. <laughs> so I don't usually hold out for like Yeah, I can't I can't think of a like a true reason for not playing a game. I think maybe the closest is like if I lose a save, then I'm gonna be like, all right, yeah. well screw you, I'm out of here. Yeah. But I don't think that's that trivial. That's not trivial. That's a waste of time replaying the stuff you had to do again. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't think of a reason where like can you think of any time you like boycotted a game? Yeah. For gross, uh, like, company practices, I for sure have. Okay, sure. But that's not um, trivial to me, anyway. No, no, I'm not saying <laughs> that's trivial for sure. I was just trying to think of, like, any reasons, and then I was going to see if there was maybe, if, if that would bring something to light. Sure, yeah. I can't think of a time I really specifically said that I'm fundamentally not going to play this game. I mean, gotcha games at this point? I'm just like, I'm good. Just because it's a gotcha game? Like, I'll pass on those. So I guess that's kind of trivial. What about games you guys think you can get through TDP Plus? You know what? I have put out my fr- uh, playing my friend Pedro because I figured that might eventually be a winner for TDP Plus. Otherwise, I was going to get that when that came out. So that's a tr- sure. I'll go with that. A trivial reason I have put off playing like games. Like, we're not playing them because we're hoping yeah, that in the future... That we'll get it for free, essentially. Okay, yeah. That's... See, that's weird because if it's a game I really want to play, I'm I'm not going to make it a TDP Plus game. Like, it has to be, like, a caliber of game or my interest level in the game has to be low enough yeah. that I'm, like, I'm good waiting off sure. on it. Um, I could see that, yeah. Like dicey dungeons. So and I, and I feel because of that, it it gets taken out of this question because I am no longer putting it aside. I've already made the decision of I don't want to play this right away. 
Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I I for me, um, I'm just gonna say that's probably the closest for me. Yeah, I guess so. And keep in mind, like we have definitely played TDP plus games that we there there have been games on TDP plus that we've played before, definitely with Paul a lot of the time. Um so that that happens too. Like sometimes sure. someone else wants to have an excuse to get forced to play a game. Sure. Also, just to make Zeiss feel a little bit bad about asking that question, do you think it's trivial that we want to provide content for the people that support us? Because I don't. Damn, man. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> All right. Uh, Final Insanity writes in and says, I've been playing through the Mega Man Zero series recently, and while there's still very much Mega Man games, they feel a bit more like 2D character action games due to the fast-paced gameplay and grading system. Not quite on the level of Bayonetta or Metal Gear Rising or etc., but very similar vibes while sticking to the core Mega Man formula. Are there any games, be it standalone or from a series, that you've played that, while primarily part of one genre, had elements that made it feel more like a different genre? Let's play on hard mode and say RPG does not count as, like... I was going to say, like, this is every game. Yeah. Every game is slowly becoming the same yeah. game. Uh, I What the Golf is a golf <laughs> game that is not really a golf sure so that that is an every game game okay part of one genre had elements that made it feel more like a different genre oh i mean i get i guess you kind of any like crossover game like um creature in the well is a good one yeah or yoko yoku's island express Mm -hmm. Um, you know anything that kind of straddles the line Yoku's Island Express man damn that is a game I like that one uh, maybe even like Into the Breach where sure it's a tactics game but it's really kind of just a game of chess yeah like it is so tightly tactics yep, that's true Um, and then maybe maybe if I was kind of getting spicy maybe how maybe Siege I was thinking that game siege. Is extremely tactical. Yeah, I was thinking siege. Where it's like it it's a shooter. It plays like a Tom yeah. Clancy game, but it's really like kind of a murder puzzle in real time. <laughs> yeah, like it, it is like it is a first person shooter, but like if you're looking at high level play, it is a lot of like, no, you need to stand here or here. You need to make a hole here, here, and here, yeah. and you need to shoot at these specific times. Like it is the, the level of tactics in that game, I think, pull it out of, or I think, allow it to be an answer to this question. Sure. What about something like Breath of the Wild, where it's a Zelda game, but the new take on it is more like an open world survival thing, weirdly? I don't know. I feel like Zelda game. I feel like I feel like a Zelda game implies like the dun- the dungeon structure, right? Yeah. And they kind of pay so, like homage to it a little bit with the way they do it, but a little bit. I, I think I would have. The reason I wouldn't answer that there is I was. I would say like it's an open world game mm-hmm. that is just skinned with Zelda. Mm, okay, like it's just themed after Zelda, right? Almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, like it's not. I don't think it's, a, it's necessarily a bad answer. I just probably wouldn't put it near the top of the most obvious kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess like. We could even talk about the Mario RPG games that they're like Mario games, but they're RPG. Again, that's a similar thing is I would yeah. say that is just an RPG that is just Mario skinned. Mm-hmm. Same with um, 
like uh, Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe kind of near like the end of the Paper Mario ones because they kind of got l- less RPG ish and they kind of became more action games. So they started straddling some lines. Mm-hmm. They also got worse. <laughs> that's another that's a side topic, but sure. Uh, Dead in Sky writes again and says this came up recently because a friend of mine is in a cast. But do you have any recommendations on good games she can play with only one hand? PC and Xbox One specifically helps. I got used to playing with one hand, if you know what I mean. Damn. I actually thought about me because I had a broken wrist right. last year. Yeah. And I was in this exact scenario. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, what did I play? I played a lot of Pokemon Quest. Okay. Was that, was that what it was called? Were you just, mm, was it yes. I think it was Pokemon I'm pretty Quest. sure you're right. Let me double check. Yeah. That is no long that is not a, po- a a PC or a Xbox game, but it's on phones and I have to assume this person has a phone. Yeah, it's Pokemon Quest. Um that's a game that you just kind of watch the Pokemon battle each other very easily one-handed. Mobile games in general are typically very one-handed. Yep. So that's a go-to one. Um Any tactics game is good for this. Stuff that there is pauses yeah. in between turns. Yep for sure for sure uh visual novels visual obviously novels good. good yep basically anything that isn't like it has to have like active time moving along with it so like a pokemon game would be good so they put a kappa because magic the gathering arena but yeah any card game it fits in this as well hearthstone magic um the slay the spire it would be good for this Dicey Dungeons, oh, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, and that's on, that's on Xbox. Yep. And then you can get your friend to listen to our TDP Plus episode coming up on Dicey Dungeons and see if they... Or like the one that. that we did on Slay the Spire. Or the one that we did on Slay the Spire, so a little cross-pollination Soon we'll have there. a TDP Plus episode for every game. And then we can just go ahead and pepper in advertisements for ourselves everywhere. Perfect. Yep, it'll be great. It'll be good. Everyone's excited about that. There's a Steam curator called One-Handed Gaming also that she can just check out what they recommend, which is kind of funny. Is that a thing, One-Handed Gaming? Yeah. Their idea, their whole stupid gimmick is because the other one needs a beer or whatever. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it, bro. (laughs) Fucking morons. But whatever. Um, They still like... Oh, I thought... You're going to probably I thought it was going to be something like, oh, that's like that's good for like, you know, like nope. disabled people. Like nope. this is an actual good thing. Nope. It's do bros because gaming with beer, 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 beer. They're so cool. Is wait, is this a website or like a YouTube channel? It's a this? Steam curator. Oh, OK. All right. Um, so um, they I'm going to look them up right now, but they have a lot of the stuff we've already recommended a lot of like tactic stuff. Papers, please is on here. That's uh, like, like, yeah, like into the breach would be on here. Uh, Divinity Original Sin, I do recommend just in general. I think that's a good one. And uh, like for RPG stuff, I really l- like uh, I think I'm the only one on this podcast that likes it too. Dragon Age Origins like a lot. And you can and like Inquisition, you can pause. That's a one handed game. Well, you can pause in between uh, turns like and then set up your okay. party and then unpause it let it play through and stuff so yeah all right there's a whole bunch of stuff 
Final question from Hayes. You'll have this last one. Yep. Since many games are getting into the battle royale idea, like Tetris and Civilization, how would you make a battle royale type of game from some untapped genres like sports, RPGs, visual novels slash dating sims, or any particular series like Zelda or Street Fighter? So dating sims, I think, is the obvious one, right? It's basically like The Bachelor. You would just make. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think how that works. You have a whole bunch of people and you're just like giving gifts to the bachelor yeah hoping that they will let you on to the next round yeah. basically okay i did not think that was the obvious one but yeah, yeah that does make sense nice rhythm game battle royale let's see it happen i'm down that would be pretty cool rhythm game interesting that could be neat yeah i'm trying to think a lot a lot of these i think they like the Tetris one is almost cheating because it's yeah. basically like a single player game that everyone's just kind of like trying to last long enough totally. and you're just kind of sending garbage to the other person. So you could theoretically put that scenario into every one of them, even like let's take Street Fighter, for example, everyone's playing against a computer. If you beat your computer, someone else now has to fight two computers. Yep. As you move on to like the next round or whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. Um. I do think there would be something kind of cool. I, I, the Street Fighter made me think of like, what if it was like a polygonal battler so that like anyone could come at you? Like this could be kind of cool for Smash. Yep. Then this makes actually that would you know what that would probably be? That would probably be Dynasty Warriors. And those games suck. I mean, it'd be cool for Smash. Just like people when they're out, another player comes in, right? Just consistently. Well, I'm thinking all 100 are on screen at once, and it's a huge map. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Until the final. And, like, the circle's bringing them in. Like, I guess it would work with Smash, and if it's, like, side-scrolling, mm-hmm. I guess the polygonal version of that is Dynasty Warriors. Mm-hmm. And the circle's bringing you in. That Smash one, actually, that sounds not too bad. It doesn't actually, sound that bad. It, even though I hate A-player Smash. But you would need, like, a huge map. I think you would just instance it, though. There would be, like, let's see... I don't know, maybe like 20 games of like five people. And then like as people I think that, are that's like that's down. less interesting. That's just like a tournament. Yeah, I think most well, Battle Royale is just kind of like a real time tournament. Honestly, I guess I feel like there is something about it being on the same map, though. Yeah, there is like I feel like a Battle Royale. I was, I was going to say, I feel like a Battle Royale needs the ring, the ability to like gain so up like, on the somebody. Te- Tetris, the Tetris one doesn't have a ring. Yeah. So you don't need it, I guess. I think you need the ability to gain up on somebody. So, like, even if they're very skillful, like, 20 people can take them out. <laughs> right. Isn't this what that Mordhau game kind of is? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because that's just, like, a huge, sprawling, like, battler, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I don't I don't know. Did we answer the question? <laughs> what about for sports games? What about a battle royale Tetris? Just 50 versus 50 on a giant thing with a bunch of balls. Wait, you said sports games and then you said Tetris? No, not Tetris. Sorry. Uh, oh my God. Tennis. Just like on a giant court with 50 v 50 and a bunch of balls going back and forth. Okay. This makes me think, have you ever played that ping pong game where 
there's a whole bunch of you in a circle around the table and you have to hit the ball to the next person. Yeah. Everyone has their own racket. Yeah. You hit the You're ball right. to the next person and then you slow, then you rotate around the circle yep. until there's, and then if you miss it, you're yep. out until it's like three people just nonstop sprinting around the this table. This is great. That's actually a good idea. That's, that's, t- there's table tennis battle. That's Royale. legitimately yeah, a good idea. I mean, that game in itself is extremely fun. Yeah. So I could see that definitely working. And I feel like in that scenario, you could probably put a lot of sports in there. Like, would that work with basketball? I guess that would just be a line of 100 people taking like a free throw. Yeah. So, no. Did you, actually, mix it up. Did you ever play Bump? No. In like gym class? So, Bump oh, yeah, is yeah. a basketball okay. game you can play. You can hit the so, balls so you do know or whatever with your ball. Yeah, where you have the two balls and you have to get it in before the person in front of you and you can like bump their ball yeah, with your yeah. ball. There you go. Yep. Hunter P, you could definitely do that. Yep, that'd be pretty good. And every person would just have like a like a number associated to them and you just have to make sure your ball gets in before someone who has a lower number. And if you're, but if you're like number one, which is everyone's kind of targeting you and you get your ball in, you now get the highest number. Mm-hmm. So now you're targeting and it goes like that. And then if you get yours in, you take out the person who's just in front of you. I think this makes sense. It kind of works. Bump. Yeah. Hmm. All right. If you want to send in questions for next week, it is top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Here's four. I'm going to give it to. Uh, probably borderlands three okay um and yes we mentioned it before but dicey dungeon is our next tdp plus game uh thanks for those who voted so stay tuned for that episode later this week and if you haven't heard the what was the last one we did my friend Pedro. pedro if you haven't heard that episode yet that is definitely live so go back and take a listen to that Uh, We all should be back next week, so we will see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye.